Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. I'm a big fan of letting you guys in and taking a peek behind the curtain. And today, behind curtain number one, is Kat's husband, Derek Lee, who does afternoons here on the Mighty KCLD. Derek, how are you feeling today? Uh, pretty good. How are you? I, I'm great. Thanks for asking, by the way. Look at that. He's got the better suit. So, uh, I saw that, or I at least heard your wife, uh, during a, a portion of the show playing the Snapchat back that, uh, and, and for most of our listeners that don't understand this, almost every day, uh, you and your son, Liam, will send Kat a nice little good morning, mommy, love you, have a great day kind of snap. And she'll play it at extreme volumes in the studio, thinking that I care. And uh, it's just, right. uh, it's just kind of you know I do it wor- worn into the fabric of our our show. <laughs> and today, about five minutes later, about ten minutes, I guess, ago, heard the nice snap, and uh, your son was saying, "Hey, uh, we can't take a picture or anything because it's really slippery out, and I want to make sure Dad's focused on the road." And he was doing a, a good job making sure that that your focus was on the snowy roads. And then about five minutes later. Uh, I see Kat, you know, as we're prepared to go on the air to do radio paparazzi, grab her phone, and I I can hear you through the earpiece of her phone, and I could tell that something was at peril. So I decided to throw in another song to make sure it could all get sorted out. Would you like to tell our audience what has happened to you this morning and, and what's exactly going on in your world? Yeah, uh, here's the deal. I'm stuck on Highway 10 between Becker and Clear Lake. Because of the snow and I'm the winter conditions? Yes, I'm in a rental because my car uh, engine is being rebuilt. Okay. But uh, Cat's like, don't fill it up because you don't know when they're going to call you. <laughs> well, you know, keep and, some uh, gas in it. I didn't say car, so. don't have any gas. So you ran out of gas. It's not because of the snow or the winter or the cold. Doesn't he have an amazing ability yeah. to make it my fault? You just like, ran what? out of gas no, this morning. I'm just saying, this doesn't have the thing that says how many miles until you run out like my car does, or at least I don't know how to figure it out. It is a very um, new car. It doesn't have a light that says you're near out of gas? It says you're almost out of gas, and I'm like, eh, am I really, you know, uh, I can get to Clear Lake at least, right? Nope. Okay, so uh, at this point, he calls, and I would say I've seen you more frantic than this. Like, you hadn't entered George Costanzaville yet, but we could t- I could tell you were on your way. And uh, all I could hear was uh, your, your wife going, oh, my God, okay, where are you? Where are you? And <clears throat> she then takes the next five or ten minutes out of our show to see if there's an actual Uber somewhere near you surprisingly uber does not exist in becker so i'm working on something else for you and you don't want to pay for the tow listen i have two more options here and my my friend dana is 160 sorry are you oh oh. Oh, god (laughs) dude i'm even scared of her right now no need to be scared. She's it's just the like corner. so preventable. But anyway, wow. let's get off the phone. I got. I, I have something in the works. Well, so what for are you, you. going to do? You're just leaving him sit in the cold in, a, in the car that doesn't run. Are your it's out ears of gas? working? I said I got something in the works. Derek, how long have you been sitting there gas. waiting for your wife to try and bail you out of this situation that you created for yourself? Uh, about fifteen minutes. Yeah, cold yet? Fifteen. Uh, I am cold because I didn't bring a jacket or regular shoes, a sandal, oh and gosh. a stocking cap. Can walking a gas, but I'm like, she's like, I got you, I got you, but I'm still waiting, Claire. Uh, cat. Uh, how how far, how far is the closest gas station to you? Do you think it's like a mile and a half? So you'd be there and yeah, back by now. Mile. <laughs> Probably, but you know, you know me and walking, so. Would you chafe? Do you think today? Okay, can we stop? I gotta. I'm gonna call someone to go to go pick him up. I got. I gotta get this done. We gotta move. So on. we gotta play a song. We gotta play a song so you can bail your husband out from the no gas situation. Yes. Will you be at work today? Yes, and I have to film TV commercials at freaking eight thirty, eight forty five. No. Nine. Here comes George. Ugh. We gotta go. This is George Costanza. Coming out like the Hulk. All right. Well, stay. If you're if you drive, can you put your, your flashers on at least? So if people drive by, they can throw some food out for you or anything. Come on, and I'm like right next to the road, and it's scary as hell. Okay. Well, hang in there. We're praying for you. We have found an angel in the form of 
Tina. Hi, Tina. How are you? Good morning, guys. I'm good. You heard the the plight of Kat and Derek this morning and the fact that Derek uh, is he's stranded now on the side of the road without any gas in slippers. He has a stocking cap. So are you headed from Becker to St. Cloud? I'm headed from St. Cloud to Becker. Oh, okay. So he's going to be on the other side, like going from Becker to St. Cloud. (laughs) If you literally do what you texted, send me your Venmo. And I will Venmo you, Moolah. You could you have gas in a can that you could bring to him right now? Yeah. Yeah, I'm on my way to work. I can just bring the can from the garage and Tina, Look at that. if you do this. Our sure. listeners are the best. What I love I this time will, yeah. of year. I love our listeners. If you could do that, just put a little bit in his tank. He's gonna go to the gas station and fill it up like a grown man. I hope he goes to get food instead and <laughs> he then doesn't go to the gas station. If there are dogs on the rollers, they'll be like, Whoa! <laughs> He's a lot like me. I'm not above a gas station hot dog. But Tina, um, you sound like you've done this before. Are there people in your life that fail to fuel up when they should, and you've had to bail them out before? No, no. But I, you know, I run the fine line of running on fumes myself. So oh, I you're can, part of that family. Like, you guys stick together, huh? Yeah. yeah. What is one of those? What a sweet woman. If you can do that, that would be great. He's fine waiting 15, 20 minutes, however long it takes to get there. And um, we would be so grateful. You send me your Venmo and I'll shoot you some money right away. Okay, I'm on it, guys. I'm not worried about the money, but yeah. I'm oh, my it. God, you're Tina. Best, you're Tina. just the best. <laughs> Have a great day, you, you guys. Too. Thank, Thank you. you. Look, our listeners are the greatest. Look at when your family yeah. is in peril, when your family is in their moment of need, here come the Playhouse listeners. Just to make sure that your husband's going to get up and moving and <laughs> now going. he's mad about the hot dog comment. But listen, oh, he's listening. So when 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 I said <laughs> when I joked before that Cat wanted to app. dedicate a song to him, oh, that's yeah. why because Cat goes, well, he's not going to be able to hear this because the car's got to be shut <laughs> off. And then oh, he's listening on the app, right? No, he should be concerned about phone battery. What if nobody gets to him in time? All right, listen, stay warm. Tina's on her way with her cape. What a wonderful woman! Is there a blanket in the back? Did you explore this rental car? That's not my problem. I can't believe he used the excuse of, it's a rental, so I didn't know I didn't have any gas left. Yeah. That's pretty weak. You know what I love the most about your husband being stuck on the side of the road? He found a way to TikTok about it. Yeah. (laughs) We have a listener bringing him gas right now. But you made a really good point. So we're always in Becker. Like, we know a lot of people there. Nobody. Not one person. I bet they've driven by. Like, oh, there's Derek. Thousands of people driving by him right now going, oh, there's Derek. I'm going to bump with him on the radio. There have been, hold on, there have been five cars that have beeped at me. Why don't they? I don't know, honey. I don't know why they haven't stopped. Probably because they know Tina is on her way. We have listener Tina with a gas can bringing it to my husband. Like, what a lovely person. I feel like we're living in an God. Amish paradise right now. Um, <laughs> If people do want to honk, where would they find him? At the side of the road by where? It's a it's a white Kia. And you know how you'll know is because it says Kia of St. Cloud on the back window. Oh, it's got like the big sign on it. He's keeping it Kia cool right now. <laughs> Sure. This is in no way Kia's fault. If they this don't find a way to tie him. this into your guys' endorsement package, you they're missing You just got another out. beep. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys, so is it going to be on the way into Becker? Uh, no, like he's leaving Becker, okay. like right after the Becker so he sign. So dropped Liam off at school, and he's headed back towards Clear Lake. Right. Now we're finding out as we check in roadside. Has anybody helped you yet? No, a lot of beeps <laughs> driving by. No so, one's stopping, but uh, hey, how are you? Type of thing. Oh. So people are recognizing you that you're that you're directly from the radio. They're realizing that yeah. you're in peril and that you're in need of help. But Tina's they, almost there. They at, can't find it in their being to actually give you a hand. At eight twenty-seven, <laughs> she said, "Leaving St. Cloud now." So, I mean, are the roads bad? They're pretty. Yeah, they're they're pretty slippery on okay. Highway Ten. Uh, oh, she's she just texted. I see you. Oh, good. So All she's right. almost there. So All we got to make this quick. So uh, what I wanted to dig into a little bit more, Derek, is is the how you run out of gas on a morning like this. And what we found <laughs> out during that last song, Derek had it explained to us that he's in a, a rental. His car is getting worked on, so he's in a rental. And I said, I, I couldn't believe that you didn't see that big blinking light in front of you. And he said, first off, it didn't blink. It just shone. 
But then the other thing that the car tried to help you and you ignored it. What did the car say to you? It said uh, when you turn it on, the big screen comes on uh, the front and says, uh, you're almost out of gas. Do you want to find the nearest gas station? I just can't. So, Which you I replied. <laughs> you just hit dismiss. Yes. Yes. Otherwise, it doesn't back up. So, <laughs> Because it doesn't want you to get stranded. So you ignored, the, you ignored in your own I garage. I realize that now, honey. So now we know this is why we've endorsed Kia of St. Cloud for this long. Because they try and help you not run out of gas. like this. Oh, my God. She's here. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Gaslighting is the new word of the year. Gaslighting. The act or practice of grossly misleading someone, especially for one's own advantage. Mm-hmm. All right. So if he comes home late and you're like, where were you? And he's like, why are you always like, why would you always you be in my business? Yeah. yeah. Like, why shouldn't he be asleep? What's wrong with you? Why are you? So listen, if you can spot it, if some people are saying he's a, he's gaslighting you all the time or she is gaslighting you all the time, get out of it. It does not get better. If you answer a question with a question, most of the time it's your gas trying to gaslight somebody. Is it? Almost all. <laughs> all right. So Yano Anaya, you one of your favorite movies is A Christmas Story, right? Yeah. He plays the neighbor boy, Grover Dill. Yeah, Grover Dill. He was uh, the mean kid with the little uh, derby hat on. Yeah. So the house in the movie is up for sale by this guy named Brian Jones. And listen to the drama that went down. So what happens is Yano keeps like taking pictures with fans on the steps of the movie house, okay, okay? and he's trying which to which is by the way private property make you know? money, yeah, and so he's he evidently created this GoFundMe campaign to buy the house. So, you know what this guy's doing? You have no idea what a scammer and what a loser this guy is. So he calls him by his first name because he obviously has seen him in front of his house yeah. so many times. Get the hell out of here. He had this small group of like fans of the the show, the movie coming by to take photos. It's Christmas time. And so he's sitting there perched on the steps and he's trying to make this money and scamming fans. Gotta get so. your picture with Grover Dill. You really it's do. It's worth $10. Yeah. Let's begin now. What a do, Cat? How are you? Uh, I'm good. How are you? Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to make her. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's always a good answer. What did you do yesterday? Give me something fun. Uh, sure. Made some egg and avocado salad fun. for lunch. Give me something fun. <laughs> uh, fun. Yesterday was just kind of going through the motions. Going to be honest with you. Got a All lot right. of gift wrapping done under the tree. So that was lovely. It's been sitting on our guest room bed. And uh, we had practice late last night, 7 to 8.30 for basketball. So it's like when it's dark out in the winter, then you're like, what? Yeah. I have to leave? So I had Liam eat dinner at like 5. And then Derek made us a bunch of pot stickers when we got home. So those were delicious. And like super low in calories. That's why I eat so many. <sighs> pot sticks sounds wrong. They're so good. Oh, my God. You could also call them dumplings, I guess. But I don't like the word dump in my food. So that was about it. Took an hour nap. That was lovely. Really? Yeah, but okay. So Monday, you're power napping an hour out of a Monday. Yeah. Wow. But they um they're building like a house a day in my neighborhood, and so just like the pounding and the sawing and the moving of vehicles and the beeping and it's a lot. Uh, speaking of that, we uh, found out yesterday. This is kind of good stuff that uh, we had been working on. Remember when the hailstorms came through? Yeah. Uh, finally, we get full authorization from our insurance company to do a brand new roof, brand new siding. And so a guy stopped by last night. We started working on all that action. So that was fun. They're going to get it done? Uh, no, not the this winter? year. No, no, no. Oh, we're okay. going to get on the schedule for next year. But uh, we're planning on putting on like a three-season porch and, and taking out part oh, of our deck. So like wow. uh, we're going to have a completely different home yeah. by next summer, which is going to be kind of cool. And uh, I'm really, really excited for that. So You think it's going to be good enough for your wife that she won't want to She's doing all of anymore? this now. Like oh. this is all her. Like I'm, she picked out the shingles. She's picking out yeah. the new siding. She's picking out the style of the siding. She's picking out the new garage door. She's picking. I mean, she. I, I just have. I go. Whatever's going to make My you happy. God, new year, new house. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be basically a new crib. So uh, excited for that. Our hockey practice went till 945 last night. Barf. So got your beat on that. Luckily, my wife goes, go lay down, get your stuff together for tomorrow. I'll yeah. go pick up the kiddos. So had that going on. We're about wrapping up the show. And a young man named Jared calls us uh, once or twice a week. 
And Kat yeah. called him, is it more sometimes? I would say a morning. <laughs> <laughs> so Kat called him the wrong name and he got all fired up. I left the studio because I didn't want to have to deal with that. And then by the time I came back in, like six minutes later, he was still talking to Kat. And what he said next caught my ear and made me want to ask you guys as you're listening this morning this question. He said, did you hear about Granny? And Mm. and sometimes listeners really think that we know everything about them. Yeah. But they don't have a radio show, so we only get to talk to them a little bit. And when he said Granny, I was like... That's what you call your grandmother. You call her Granny. Granny, and he and he even said it so, like in the third person. Yeah, like, like I would I would know his grandmother well, and I would have heard what happened to her. That's always been something that I found very charming in people like um, Troy. Troy, who's gone on the party plane to paradise, he'll tell stories like that, and you feel included. Yeah. You know, like oh yeah, grandma, or uh, and then mom was like, no, you know. My friend Brent does that all the time, and it's like, oh. When he talks about his mom, he says mom. Yeah. Like, you're part like, of the family. Like, I'm his sister or something. He's like, yeah, mom. And, and I just talked to mom and dad. And- so Jared goes, did you hear about Granny? And I don't even, we, he never even told us what happened to his grandmother, because we started going, I went, you call her Granny? Like, to me, that's reserved yeah. for Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I've never known anyone that called their grandmother Granny. So what did you call your grandparent, your grandmother? Uh, very... Baby. Grandma Ellie, Grandma Ellie, Grandpa Dick, Grandma Katie. You didn't That's have any it. cool nicknames. No, but no. when you but when your son came along, he's got nicknames for all the grandparents, right? So my mom and dad are Nana and Umpa because Umpa's my dad good. was an umpire for like two decades, and so not that he looks like an Oompa Loompa. No, okay, Umpa, not Umpa, Oompa. not Oompa. Okay, gotcha. Umpa, and then my in laws are Mamie and Papa. Mamie, yeah, and then um, my friend. She called her grandparents Poof and Nip. <laughs> Poof was her grand grandpa, and then Nip. Nip. Yeah, because her called gran- your grandmother Nip. Her grandma's name is Nipsey, and as in Russell, as in Hustle, Nipsey. Nipsey Russell was Nipsey. the comedian. Oh, Nipsey yeah. Hustle stole that. From- I don't. I don't know who she was <laughs> Such named. A generational after. gap going on here. But uh, I always thought that that was kind of funny because she'd yell it across the court, like basketball court. Hey, hey Nip. Hey, Poof. Hey, Nip. <laughs> I thought that was cute. So we had Grammy and Pops and uh, Nana and Papa. So ours are pretty generic, I thought. Yeah. But here's what I wanted to go fishing for real quick this morning. Is there a unique name for a grandparent in, in your family? Like, it could be you. It could be your mom and dad. It could be uh, you know your grandparents when you were growing up. Do you have a Nip? Up. Do you have a Poof? <laughs> Do you have a Granny? Yeah. Granny to me was just, it just, like I said, it was reserved for Little Red Riding Hood. What big eyes you I have. I didn't know anyone that used granny to refer to their grandparents. So I'm looking for the unique names for grandparents. <laughs> Got a call yesterday from a young man named Jared. Calls the show, usually towards the end of the show, a couple of times a week. Cat believes it's every day. I don't know if it's every day. It's a lot, though. It's a lot. And he just wants to share a little bit of his life with us, and that's cool. I don't mind taking a little time out. But yesterday he was talking... You know, we had said, you know, how was your Thanksgiving break and stuff like that. I said, did you hear what happened to Granny? And it just caught me so off guard that he thought we were part of his family, that we would have known what happened to his grandmother. And we never even did find out because I started asking, I go, you call her Granny? And he goes, well, yeah, what do you call your grandma? I'm like, oh, she's passed, but uh, mine was. You call her Francie? Mine was Grandma Fran. And grandma, it was always the grandma and then their name. Oh, okay. And Grandma Maxine. I, mean, I, had the, I had the old, well, my dad would, just to make her mad, would call her Max, and she would fly off the handle. She hated it. Hated it. So I thought, all right, well, this is gonna, a unique opportunity to find out what do you call your grandparents? All right. Some unique names that are coming in through text. My mom and my two-year-old daughter love Jurassic Park like real dinosaurs, so he calls uh, her grandma Dino. That works. Mm. Emmy, Kaylee, or Kylie says, Emmy... It means old woman in Finnish. I'm sure she appreciates that. <laughs> Great. Mima and Gigi. And then Gaga. Crappy was one texted by Nicole. Maybe crappy. Crappy. Maybe crappy. Crappy. Like <laughs> Probably crappy. Crappa. Crappa is what it is. Sorry. I apologize. Crappa. You're going to have to elaborate on uh, that story. And then uh, Nissa says, I can't call, but my daughter calls my mom Yaya. Because my mom refused to be called grandma. Wow. So that was kind of my mom's situation. She's like, I'll be Nana, which she I think it. sounds older than grandma, doesn't it? Does Nana? Nana sounds like she should be wearing a bonnet. Maybe. Or like a house coat.
But um, I know Chris Jenner makes all her grandkids call her Lovey because she doesn't want to be looked at as a Lovey. Lovey, that was the... That was the lady oh, on Gilligan's, Gilligan's yeah. Island, right? Uh, yeah. My friend Stacy texted me, uh, her husband Chad, uh-huh. his grandma, they call her Peaches. Oh, that's cute. She's like, love those Iowa folk. Yeah. That's how they do. How's Candace doing this morning? Good. Good. Thanks for asking. I'm doing really well, too, huh? Oh, so uh, how about grandma? What, what's the unique name for grandma and grandpa? Um, so my grandkids call me Gigi. Gigi. Okay, that's cute. What's what's your real name? It's Candace. Candace. So why Gigi? Just because it's easier to say when you're a little itty bitty kid? Um, because I'm too young to have grandkids. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How old are you? Forty-seven. You're not. Uh, you're not too young to have. So I mean, if you figure eighteen and eighteen is thirty-six, you got ten years on that. So you're really not too young to have grandkids. You're young enough to enjoy them. That's the way you got to look at it. Yep, I am. You're All a right. fun grandma. You bring them to the VFW with you? Get them some kitty cocktails? No, I don't. Oh, you will? I don't. <laughs> Thanks, Kitty. No, you? I used to call my grandma Bocce. Bocce, as in Bocce Ball, the famed summertime sport? Yeah, I think it's Polish. Okay. Mm. Cute. Hey, do you know how, how to break all a, these different ones? You, oh, never mind. I can't okay, do that. Yeah. All right. Thanks, uh, thanks, Gigi. Have a great morning. I got time for one more real quick. Good morning, Shannon. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for asking. I really appreciate that. So, uh, unique grandma or grandpa name, what do you got? So, when I was little, I called my grandmas. One was Fluffy's grandma and one was Frankie's grandma because that was their dogs. So when I'd ask which grandma we were going to, I'd go, are we going to Fluffy's grandma's house or are we going to Frankie's grandma's house? Okay. You know what this reminds me of? This is like uh, like if you get into really heavy Scandinavian countries, their last names are always like the dad's name daughter or d- dad's name son. Like you can get into like uh, like a woman could be named like Heather Greg's daughter. Yeah. Like that's how they that's how they named them moving down in generation to generation. Like Handmaid's Tale of Paul, of yeah. Tom. Yeah, kind of the same way. Mm. So that was kind of the way you named your grandma. Well, huh? my right. Well, and then my niece, she calls my mom her grandma, uh, grandma on the farm. Oh, that's that great. Funny. <laughs> Working in geography, that's funny. Good. Like yeah, it's grandma on the farm, and then my grandma, I refer to her as Gma. Gma. Yeah. See, so you're the type of person like Cat but, would just be like, that is. I, I do feel really sterile about what I call my grandparents, like grandma. I just feel like it's so impersonal. Proper. Yeah. But I can't start now. I'm 37. I can't start calling them something else. What's trending? What's trending? All right. We'll keep that 100 bucks and find out what's trending this morning. What do you got for us, Cat? Right. Trending is what was going around on TikTok with this scene from Toy Story 3. And this is where, you know, Ken's all tied up and Barbie's going through all of his swim trunks and stuff. Rips them up. Let's see. Hawaiian swim trunks. Oh, Barbie. Those were vintage. Oh, Barbie. Oh, Barbie. Okay. What are you supposed to be hearing When you, this is like, what was it? The black and blue dress or the tan dress. I swear to God, if you watch this on TikTok, it sounds like the F word. If you want it to sound, this is how your brain works, guys. It's so weird. If it's it's a suggested thought, so he goes, "Oh, if Fuck. you think the f word, you'll hear it." Let's see, Hawaiian surf trunks. Oh, Barbie, those were vintage. Oh, Barbie. Oh, Barbie. Okay, so it sounds like Barbie now, but I promise you, you, if you watch you want this it to trend, not sound like the f word, so we don't get fired. I know, <laughs> but it was weird because when I listened to it, when I got it off prep today. It said the yeah. F word. I promise you, I'm not going crazy, but it makes me feel like I'm going crazy. But there are so many things that are like not so innocent in Disney movies. A lot of them are geared towards parents that are like Lord Farquaad. Farquaad? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what? What is it? It doesn't. it doesn't mean anything. You're right. Does it? No, you're right. It, it means nothing. Should I Google it? No. Or will I get in trouble? Well, it's that, not going to be anything worse than Mr. Rogers and Naked screensaver you've got. Like in uh, Lion King, when they lay down and then that dust cloud spells uh-huh. out S-E-X. Yeah, I saw that. And, and then, then isn't there a naked mermaid? Oh, the, no, the box of the original mermaid yes. has got some uh, A little marital symbols. aid on there. Yeah. And then like in Frozen, I know there's like a foot size conversation. <laughs> 
And uh, she's like, oh, foot size doesn't matter. He's like, oh, good. <laughs> like that. <laughs> so I want to know, have you noticed anything that I haven't, maybe something that you've read about? And oh, you're like, oh, my God, that's naughty a crazy Disney. Easter I egg. love it. Yeah. What is it? What's the movie so I can look out for it? Because that is what's trending. When you get to a point in your life and you want to make amends, I would have never expected The Rock to do this. I mean, the guy's a billionaire. Yeah, he's but on- this is the worst thing that he's ever done. I think he is okay. What do you do? He jacks some Snickers from a 7-Eleven? Is that what happens? I have been waiting decades to do what I'm getting ready to do now. When I was 14 years old, every day I used to stop here at the 7-Eleven and steal a king-size Snicker bar <laughs> because I couldn't afford to buy one. That was my pre-workout food. I did that for almost a year every day. I had to come back and buy every Snickers bar on those shelves. Ring all these up. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I'm going to leave these here. If somebody looks like they're stealing Snickers, give them these so they don't steal it. Thank you. After decades of me wanting to come back home to 7-Eleven and try and make good, that felt really, really good. I'm out. Snickers and 7-Eleven. <laughs> okay. So I just Googled how much Snickers were back in the 1990s. A king size cost you how much? 33 cents. All right. So he did it for a year, 33 times. So that's $100 worth of Snickers. Yeah. Roughly. It may be 120 bucks so. if you do it every day. He went back and uh, made amends. I heard he bought everybody's, uh, everybody that was in line at 7-Eleven bought all their purchases too, oh, paid for all nice. of it. So he like threw down a thousand bucks and said, uh, pay for everybody's and leave these Snickers here. He's a multimillionaire. He can do stuff like that. So, where, where would you go if you had to make amends? I would, well, I've already had the chance to make one of the biggest um, amends, I guess, that girl whose panties I stole. Yeah. And I got to talk to her again. I love her. She was like, such a bright, shining. Now tell everybody real quick, in case you're human. unaware of of cat's uh, panty thievery in the past. What was going on here? You're living. So with I was her? going to broadcasting school, and she was living in college housing, which were apartments essentially. Yeah. When you go to this radio broadcasting school, so she was living there with a couple of girls that also went to our school, and I lived like an hour away from school. So there were nights when I would have to wake up and go to work, and needed some fresh panties and so sometimes i would just shower and i'm like oh man so i stole pink victoria's secret underwear and they were thongs and i don't even know what was holding she them didn't together know she at the never end. knew she never knew so when i finally got a hold of her what last year got her on the air jamie she was surprised she's so sweet I was just like, sorry, I stole this. She's like, oh, my God. She's like, no, they're community have, panties. They're fine. just let me know. I would have given you all my panties. I'm like, well, if I had known that, next time I'll ask. But that would have been a big one. Yeah. I should have at least offered to Venmo her to go get a I was wondering why you didn't at least say, can I give you a float of 20 bucks or 50 bucks for the stolen <laughs> yeah. panties? Maybe I'd make amends to my mom for losing her wedding ring. I have mm-hmm. for, I, I did it when I was 13. Like, I don't know where I put it. And then she's like, where is it? It's always up here on the window. So I'm like, I don't know. Emma probably did something to it. And I never owned up to it. I uh, The year before my dad died, I took him to uh, Wrigley to Chicago for his birthday weekend. Yeah. And, uh, and I made amends to him because, you know, when you're a dumb kid and you're looking to snag, like steal beer, uh, mm-hmm. my parents would get these returnable cases of Pfeiffer. Now, depending on where you come from, well, no, no matter. I don't think there's a place on earth where Pfeiffer is high end beer. But my parents would get returnable cases of Pfeiffer, and I would steal the warm beer and then put the bottles back in there. Yeah. And so I told my dad on the plane ride to Chicago, I said, "Hey, everything this weekend is on me: hotel, food, beer." And he's like, "Why?" And I'm like, "Well, it's your birthday, and I love you. Plus, I bet I stole." $150 worth of warm <laughs> beer from you, I right? And it, then I look back and I'm like, you're so stupid. Number one, it was warm and it was Pfeiffer, and, uh, but you're, you're a dumb kid. So I felt like I made amends there, but I can't make amends with a kid named Josh Osterkamp because sadly he passed away in an, in an accident. I believe he was painting and he was on uh, like a ladder yeah. and fell off and, and, and broke his neck and died mm. years ago. But this kid uh, had broke, we were in wrestling in um in like gym class when I was in like seventh or eighth grade yeah and he I, I was wearing glasses sometimes at the time but contacts sometimes and he had uh, broken my glasses sure. like I had set them off the mat or whatever and he had walked on them and broke them 
And so I couldn't see the rest of the well, day. on purpose. So I got, well, I don't think so. It's probably an accident, but I got really PO'd and I went into the showers first into our, back into our locker room yeah. and I took his shoes and I threw them in the shower uh-huh. and then all the kids showered and he had soaked shoes. How'd you find your way around? Oh, I felt it. <laughs> I'd been going to school there for a God. while. I kind of knew where I was going. I have like the worst visual um, in my head right now. You but, like on all fours trying that to that find kid's, his shoes. I threw that kid's shoes in the shower and, uh, and our, our coach, the teacher was ill about the whole thing yeah. screamed at all tell me who it was uh, and uh and you know and i knew damn well if i raised my hand and said it was going to be me that yeah. i was going to be in way more trouble than the class would have to run laps i'm like you guys are all gonna run i don't care i'm not going down for this so i would know oh. uh, so if you were alive right now you'd actually like i probably i'd call him and say i owe you some shoes or i'd venmo him 50 bucks and tell him to get some new sneaks probably not you're right we got this text from elise yesterday and it, it kind of outlined a little bit of what we know, but I wanted to make sure it's never good when we know everything. I kind of want to be surprised and a little bit taken aback because if you're going to reach out to the radio station, I'm assuming there's some drama having to do with this. So I appreciate your time and being on the show this morning. Tell us what's going on. My husband's sister, my sister-in-law, wants to host Christmas this year. Okay. And I don't want I don't want to go because basically my sister-in-law is a, is a slob. Her house is disgusting. I mean, she has... Two dogs and a couple of cats. You walk in her house, it smells like cat pee. There's uh, dog hair all over the floor. That's um, too much. It, it, she lets the dogs poo in the corner on a on a wee-wee pad, and <laughs> the house reeks. I mean, I don't want to go for Christmas, and I know he wants to spend time with his family, but it's going to ruin my holiday. It yeah. is disgusting. If you sit on the couch, you're filled with dog hair. It is just gross. You know, I can gross. tell and you I, honestly that every single year we get a call like this because you're not always oh. going to love how one of your family members lives. If you're not a pet person, like we're not pet people. And if we were to go somewhere and know that we would have dog hair all over us and our nice holiday attire, oh. I would just, yeah, my skin like would be crawling. Cats walk on the counters. Like when the cats walk on the table, no. so like when you're eating, Stop. yeah, it's disgusting. So, I don't want to go there. I all right, don't so this is going to be fun. So I think what we can do with this is uh, we can just open it up to listeners where, and, and I understand you don't want to go. You're probably too nice no. to say something. So I think some people will probably get super creative for us. Did you say you, you talked to your husband about it? Well, I said to him, do we really have to go? You know, like I'm trying not to be really mean. Yeah. Like he knows that she's a slob, but he said, come on, it's Christmas. It's only one day. You can't just make it yeah. around. Uh, I, I said, know. Yeah, he doesn't want to rock my holiday. Yeah, exactly. All right. Exactly. Well, let's open this up for our listeners. I'm sure we'll get some pretty creative ways for you to be able to, uh, you know, still enjoy your Christmas and not be end up full of like dog hair and cat pee and stuff. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank you. Heard from our listener, at least a couple of seconds ago, and she had texted us yesterday. We said, any chance you could come on the show and kind of tell everybody what uh, is the dilemma in your house? Basically, her sister-in-law wants to host Christmas this year. The problem is she's got these dogs, she's got these cats, and they basically run the roost. The cat, cat walks on the counter. There's there's cat hair in the food. It's happened in the past. Cat urine everywhere. Dogs get to poop in the house. It's really, uh, uh, someone has to be so self-unaware to know... You know, like, oh, I think I'll have everybody over at my house. One of my relatives is like that. And uh, they don't live in the state. But when we go there, like, you have to keep your shoes on. Oh. Or you feel like stuff's going to get on your like socks. Or Yeah, if it's summer, you wear socks and <laughs> shoes in this house. And it's not comfortable. Like, when you feel like uh, you're going to get grime all over you. Melissa texted, my brother's wife is just like this, loves to host. And it's not the most comfortable situation when the cleanest part of your house is the garage. That's an issue. So Bring the party into the garage. Jeff had texted in the very same thing that I said, which was fake COVID. Are we at that point? I don't know. I would man. never say fake COVID unless it's a situation like this. When you know you have like a seven day grace period of That's not a having victimless to do crime to not go to this, uh, then. I was like, oh, my gosh, look at Scott. Skyler figured out a way to not hurt anyone's feelings and to not lie, but still get this all figured out. Kudos, sir. What do you think? He says uh, rent a cabin, right? Oh, oh sorry. Didn't know you were on. <laughs> Skyler Cash just going to ignore you while I bring you on the I show. Thought he here, was so. reading your text. Uh, that's a great idea. There are so many Airbnbs, Verbos out there where you're like, everybody chip in 50 bucks. Let's do a night up and uh, do Christmas there. Skyler, real quick, idea. on the count of three, name the most disgusting relative you have. One, two, three. Don't. Probably myself. No, oh, no really, you're, you're not. Taking on that burden, huh? 
No, but yeah, I, I, I better not throw that out there. Too many people live. Yeah. Have you had this situation where it's a, it's a Christmas, it's an Easter, it's something like this, and you have a just a relative where you just don't want to go to their house? Yeah, I, I've, I've been in that situation where, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a neat freak when it comes to being around food. I can tolerate a lot, but yeah. when it comes to being around food, I, I can't handle animals, you know, you know, even staring at me when I eat. You know, <laughs> I walk that bird's talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's. I just can't imagine why anybody would think that that would be okay. I grew up in a house with animals. Okay, Derek forbodes it. We will never have a pet indoors, um, and I kind of have adjusted to living that life. I feel like you live in a cleaner house when you don't have pets in your house. To be honest, right? It's a, it's a lot easier. I mean, there's there's ways that you can most definitely prep for that. You know, calming them every couple of days, but and, and making sure that you you have that squirt bottle when they do get on the counter. But <laughs> it's just so much easier without. Yeah. So Skyler, that's how I get JJ off the counter in here. Here's, like, the, here's the here's the big question, Skyler. You're gonna have an open holiday. You've got nowhere to go. Your family got snowed in. They can't get there. And you get to either come to my place or Cat's place based on what you know as far as the love, the warmth of the home. Skylar watches my snaps. I think this is going to be an easy answer for you. Whose place do you go to if you have a wide open invitation to come to my place for amazing food and fellowship or to go to Cat's house to be judged? Which place would you go? Well, you know, to be honest, I would probably have to go to JJ's just because I know how cat is when I'm on snap. Sure. And uh, I just don't want to get beat up by uh, Derek Lee. <laughs> well, first off, I don't think that is a worry. That all right? wouldn't be a concern. If you're going to get beat up, it's by Cat, not Derek. Uh, and then, she, and then she's going to make fun of you, and then she's going to rob you, and then she's going to go to work, and then she'll call the cops on you for coming to her house. How do I treat you on Snap? What was that? How do I treat you on Snap? Poorly. You are you are you are saint. You are awesome. Thank you. You are my favorite. Look at Thank how scared you. he is now. You called him out. He's so scared of you right now. Skyler. Are you tired from all that backpedaling? Have but a I love great it. morning, man. I appreciate you being on the show, we bud. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we're gonna talk inches and when they really matter, and Make that is comfortable. Where it comes to ice fishing. I mean, I drove past Camp Lake to get Liam yesterday from school, and on our way back, I'm like, look at that person that has their little mini fish house out there already surrounded by open water had to have been less than three inches i would think but four inches is the minimum that you should go walk on ice i say anything less than that is very dangerous found that out if it's under four inches right (laughs) all right keep your life out of this officials in northern minnesota said roughly 200 people were rescued on monday that is crazy they had to use broke off air boats water rescue boats atvs they use drones to find the rest of the people and mr norwal yeah that's exactly what it was like it just floated away and they said nobody noticed they're like how do you not notice 200 people they don't realize they're moving but you know where i realize that it happens a lot that you have to pay attention is um when we were up in duluth we were walking on that ice. It was super thick. But this guy's like, oh, yeah, people people break off and drift out all the time. I'm like, that is really nothing scary. to do with the heroic amounts of alcohol being intaken as you were ice fishing up there, I'm sure. Yeah, but uh, 12 to 15 inches is safe for, like, holding a medium-sized truck. So just, like, pay attention to that. Don't be a news story that we talk about. A New Hampshire man says that his car was stolen while it was warming up. This is very... Um, scary authorities always warn you about this time of year. People are waiting for you to just run into the gas station. And all of a sudden, I hear a click, and I look outside, and my car's gone. It's just gone. I've been contacting the cops every few hours to see if there's any updates, and there just hasn't been any updates. because I just have to wait now. It's just a waiting game. Uh-huh. I don't know how high up you are on the list of priorities for them. Like, when they constantly remind you, I'm sure they're like, well, we're going to figure out the murders that are Listen, happening and the kidnapping. Let kidnappings. them get the tires off, the catalytic converter off, then yeah. we'll find the car and then you can have it back. The world's largest active volcano, Mauna Lao, I believe I'm saying it correctly, but is erupting for the first time in nearly 40 years. My friend Allie just landed in Hawaii 
So on that island, um, she is in Kauai. So this is the big island. So she's not on this one, but I think they had to do like a, like a puddle jumper to get to where she is and land on the big island. So I don't know how that will um, threaten her. Is trip, Dog the but- bounty hunter. Okay, do we know? Yes. Okay. We just that is what matters. But there's no threat to communities at this time, so um, no one's ignoring the issue. But they're keeping. But everyone's watch. ignoring the issue. They're keeping watch. <laughs> this woman in Liverpool, England, she got kind of a funny doorbell camera uh, surprise. So she got footage of UFC fighter. They call him Patty the Batty, <laughs> and he had his dog that had uh, some diarrhea out in front of her house. Hello. Hello. My dog's just had like a sloppy outside. I was just wondering if you got some water. I don't want to leave it outside. That's Patty the Batty. <laughs> it is. I'm like, five minutes away from home. Um, don't worry, I'll clean it. You sure? It feels <laughs> terrible. You <laughs> know what I mean? No, it's all right. And I can't even pick it up with a poo bag. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you very much once again. I'm sorry about that. I hate doing stuff like that. <laughs> oh, my God. Daddy the Daddy is a big heart. Right? That's really cute. That she knows who he is. That's my favorite. This is a random yeah. person. Is this Patty the Batty? I can't even pick it up with a poo bag. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's such a mess. <laughs> How is Allie feeling this morning? I'm doing good. How are you? Great. Thank you for asking. Such great manners. What's your question for Psychic Kim today? Um, I'm just kind of wondering if I the job if I'm gonna like move up at the job that I am at now, or if I'm just kind of be gonna be stuck. Okay. So is a promotion in line? And like, what kind of time frame are you hoping for? Um, within like the next year. All right. In a year, is she gonna get a bump, or is she gotta start looking for something else? Kim, what are you feeling? Um, well, for one, you got to put in the work. Uh, we're actually just kind of talking about this, but you got to put in the work for it. It's not going to be handed it handed down right to you. Um, they show me like you going up almost above and beyond to show them that you're worthy because they other, otherwise just don't see you. You're just another. I don't want to say this meanly, but you're just kind of another person there. Your body there. So show them that you actually want it. Um, you do that. You will move up with them if you don't and you kind of expect them to kind of see you for who you are. Um, they're, like, they're saying they won't and you'll feel kind of discouraged and you'll move on. So show them that you want to be there. Show them who you really are. You have some really amazing talents that you just haven't tapped totally into. You do that. Yeah, you'll move up with them. Allie, what do you do for a living? Can we ask you at least tell us what kind of line of work you're in? Um, I'm a behavior technician, so I deal with like kids with autism. Sure. sure. So, uh, I mean, obviously, you're going to be, you know, pouring your whole soul into these uh, these kids uh, every day, but obviously, you want to find a little yeah. something more that's going to make you stick out. Sometimes, if you work for a company that yep. has a lot of people, um, you can't really fault the uppers for not quite seeing everything that you do every day. So, I think sometimes it's okay to say, "Hey, I'm over here, and I just did A, B, and C for you guys." You tell your bosses you listen to this show; that'll probably help too. Thanks, Allie. Have a great morning. Yeah, thank you. Take care. Tony, how are you doing? Why do we say your name like that? Good. Because yeah, everybody thinks every Tony is Italian. Are you? <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, do you do this with your hands when you talk? Nobody does that anymore around here. Tony, thanks for joining the show. What's your question for Psychic Kim? Thank you. Uh, yeah, my question is, um, in 2020, I quit my job of 10 years to start my own business, which I know nothing about business. But uh, it's been really successful so far. And I'm just kind of wondering because it takes up so much time and I just basically kill myself, you know, at, at trying to build it. And it's been great. I'm wondering, is this, you know what I'm saying, am I building towards something that's going to last? So is this sustainable or are you just kind of spinning your wheels with this? Correct. Gotcha. What are you thinking, Kim? Um, I hear a big yes. Like, this is a good thing. you got to keep going. Yes, it's going to take work. Um, they're showing me, like, whew, like the Empire State Building, all these huge buildings um, in New York. They're showing me all those, how it took years to build all this stuff up and how we perceive it as, oh, my gosh, that's great. That Look at that. You know, that person must be successful. Okay, so there's a little bit of perception, internal work that you got to go through to know that, yes, you are valuable. Yes, you are the Empire State Building. The other thing is they're like, hire some help. Hire people to do some of those things that you lack of because you're spending too much time on other aspects than doing what you actually love. When you do what you actually love part of the business, you're going to be more successful. 
So they're, they're showing me handing off some of those aspects. Even if it's not a full-time person, doesn't have to be a full-time person, but those little things, those little tasks that just drain you, it said, you're spending way too much time on that. So it said wow. just your perception of how you view yourself and how you view where you're going to go and then hire out a little bit of help. What's your business? Oh, that's, for, that's in line exactly with what I'm... I make, um, I make tattoo, uh, like, care products. Um that I started making nice. for me, and then I just kind of branch out. So, so did that make sense though? Where she's like, "There's part of this job you probably don't have a ton of passion for, but overall you do, and it's some of it is just tasks that you could hire out." It's basically like she read my mind. Yeah, no, it's like, wow, that's crazy. The whole time I was just like, okay, this is exactly my time. All right, man, we'll take that's, it and run so with that's it. Good, yeah, that's and good. Good luck with your uh, good luck with your biz. <laughs> Hi, Amber. How are you? Hi, good. Good. Same here. Thanks for asking. Uh, I appreciate the patience you've exercised today. What would you like to ask Psychic Kim? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, and my husband and I are going to be separating. And um, just a lot of emotions with that. I'm just curious if this is a good decision and kind of what my future looks like. I do have two kids and hoping that they handle things okay, um, especially around the holidays. I'm sorry to hear that. Let's start with, uh, you know, is this the, does this look like the right decision here, Kim? Well, um, both of you are very stubborn, so neither of you really want to budge in some of your ways um, or how you're going to perceive things. Um, there definitely could be things that you could work on together, but I feel like both of you just feel hurt and that you're not being hurt. So because of that, they you're going to continue to go with the separation and you're going to find yourself a whole lot more you're going to find realize who you truly are and what you truly like with the separation but it's going to take you a couple years to actually be okay with it your kids i do see in my head little temper tantrums um so they're gonna they're gonna struggle um in not a bad way it's how you perceive it how you guys both handle it and keep the communication going with the kids and sharing with them what's going on. Don't be afraid to share with them. Oh, I want to cry. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to share with them how you guys are feeling because it's only going to better them in the future instead of closing off and saying, no, everything's fine. Mommy, Daddy got it. You don't need to worry because they will worry. So show them what you yeah. truly are going through to help them. Mm-hmm. Did you say yeah, you guys my, are my on? son is... Oh, go ahead. I'm really fine. worries all the time. Oh. My one son is kind of a worry wart, and I'm worried about him. He's nine. Yeah. Yep. Um, do you and your uh, soon-to-be ex, did you say you get along okay? Um, you know, it's been a really struggle the last few years. Um, you know, since we've kind of talked about separating, yeah. you know, it's been okay. Right now, It's it's been pretty cordial and... I just hope that we can keep it that way with kids involved. And, um, yeah, yeah, I just hope by making the right decision, I've actually left him in the past and we worked on things and did counseling, but, um, I just hope I'm doing the right thing for everybody. And I just hope, you know, for happiness you find with yourself. all of us. Yeah. You have to find yourself, yeah. your happiness within. Is it one person's fault? Um, you know, I think there's definitely things we both had trouble with. Okay. Um, there's some drinking drinking issues on his end. Okay. Um, but, you know, a lot of hurtful things have happened um, from his end yeah. to me. And, well, and you got yeah. you got kids to focus on now, too, you know what I mean? So the, the picture gets, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say blurry because that's not the right word, but you can, you know, refocus a lot of that energy on making sure that you're the best mom you can be, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, thanks, Amber. I hope you have a, a good morning. Good luck yeah, with this. Yeah, thank you so much. Take care. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, time for yep. You're very welcome. Time for one more. How's Ashley feeling? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you for asking. I really appreciate that. Question for Psychic Kim. You get to wrap up our session today. What do you got, Ashley? Yeah, I'm just wondering. Uh, so I'm pregnant with my second child, and I'm just kind of wondering if you can tell me kind of when he might come and if he if everything is going to be good with the person he's going to come healthy any complications anything like that you ask because you've had complicated pregnancies before is that why you ask 
No, I think I'm just a little more anxious with this one. Okay. Yeah, for whatever reason. Um, for one, uh, before you even said he, I was like, oh, this is boy. Like, um, he is little rambunctious little thing in there. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, that's probably why you are feeling the anxiety because inside he has a lot of energy. <laughs> so it might be throwing you off to feel this um, anxious feeling that something's going to go wrong and nothing's going to go wrong. They're saying it's going to be very beautiful and everything's going to go as it should, but I'm going to tell you right now um, he's going to be sensitive as in like he might react to things a lot quicker um, to other children and I think boys kind of have a tendency towards this anyways but they're showing me even like food, sensitive to food, sensitive to um, uh, milk products, you know, dairy, gluten, a lot of those things that you've been hearing a lot about lately. He is going to be one of those. And then there's, I hear sensory, sensory. So um, excess noise, he might respond to uh, too much stimuli, he might respond to. So they're showing me like over the bed crib, like um, what are those things over the bed Mobile? that kids look at. Mobile. Yeah. They're like, do not have that. That's too much for him. They're even showing me like computers and TVs. It could be too much for him and causing him too much um, anxiety inside. So when you're pregnant with him, be very mindful of how much stimuli you're putting yourself through that he is feeling. So when mama's calm, baby is calm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's really good to know. Yeah. I think, yeah, I've been very anxious and, yeah, a lot of anxiety with this one. So that's very good to know. Yep. All right, Ashley. Well, hey, best yep. of luck so with the rest of your not necessarily you, it's him. Yep. Yeah. Well, thank you. I best appreciate it. You bet. Uh, hey, yep. uh, Kim, real quick question before we uh, wrap this up. Mm-hmm. When, when you said, I, I knew it was a boy right away, what, what do you see? Do you see boy parts or girl parts if they're a girl? <laughs> or how do, how do you know it's a boy? Um, okay, that one, he was a little show off. I will say that. Been, <laughs> like, a been naked, there. like a naked baby show off? Yep. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, helicopter, yep. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> the Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.